gentlemen, your host for tonight's show. You hear that? I'll break it off your I'll break it over your head. Ladies and gentlemen, you're a real crumbum. See, these guys are all the same. With filthy mouths and bad attitudes. That crumb show. God, Jesus, Jesus Christ. <laughs> you said give me your mic. I'm First time doing this, man? <clears throat> what do you need my mic for? Got you. And that's how we're starting this week's episode. We got our boy Andrew G here. Open mic, soul dolls every week. Killing it. Practicing his craft. Yeah. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it, guys. Right on. This is Absolutely. Awesome. Yep. And of course, Chris Reynolds. Of course. And I'm Jesse Marchese. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, man, thanks for coming down. Thanks for bringing the uh, Surfsides. Yeah, Shout out sure, Surfsides, Stateside Vodka. Thanks for having me. Cheers. On. All right. Yeah, go Phils. One one right now. At least that's what that what it was. Right, right. <sighs> we'll see what happens. I only drink uh, manly drinks. Monster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I got into these uh, unfortunately uh, from the open mics just because they're so friggin' good and uh, no, they are. They go, they go down easy. I heard. Uh, yeah, they do. They go down. They do. Good. It's crazy. So, uh, but yeah, no, I mean, uh, I've always been a fan of comedy. Grew up, uh, you know, watching SNL. Like that was my thing. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. You know, if I was like going to sleep, I'd be like, wake me up when SNL comes on. And my parents would not be able to wake me up because I slept like a, a bear, basically. But, right. you know, it was one of those things where I wanted to wanted to get up. Farley was my dude. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. loved Chris Farley, uh, yeah, yeah, Sandler. Yeah. And uh, always wanted to get into it, um, you know, but uh, always was afraid to. And, um, you know, recently was laid off uh, earlier this year. Gave me a bunch of time off. You know what I mean? Uh, and then all of a sudden I started watching Kill Tony a little bit last year. That's really, you know, you, you start to see people go on stage and bomb. And, uh, you know, you kind of you, you get the courage up to be like, you know what? If these guys can do it, like I can do it. Right. Right. So I got up there, uh, you know, started to go into the open mics at Soul Joel's, met you guys, and, uh, you know, been having a blast ever since. And it's, you know, once you start doing it, it's uh, it's hard to stop. Yeah, know? it's true. You get that. Did, you, how do you feel like you did your first time? Do you feel like you did pretty good? I think it went pretty well because I had jokes that I wanted to do forever. You know, it was right. like those few jokes that I was like, you know what, if I ever do it, I'm going to do this, 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 and this, and I think it'll be pretty good. And it did go pretty good. And then I went up the second time and I was humbled, you okay. know, because then I didn't really have anything. Right. And I'm like, you know what? Let me try it again. Tried to write a whole new brand new set for the week. And uh, yeah, that's when I bombed, right. um, you know. So, that, you know, the first bombing is is, is you got to get it out of the way. And uh, it's humbling. It's a humbling experience. Well, that's the, what I was getting at. The Sorry. The first time you do it, if you do, if you get one laugh. I think that amount of adrenaline and dopamine is like, oh, I gotta, I'm gotta, i going to do it again. I'm going to do it again. Oh, you yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. You know who my first laugh was? I, and this is crazy. Who? Steve McLaughlin. Oh, yeah, man. Rest in peace. Rest in peace, Steve McLaughlin. And real quick, it was a guy that used to come. He did a couple. He did the open mics, and he was a big fan of the show. He was, yeah. He was a good guy. 
passed away. Yeah, we don't know any detail. Yeah, I didn't hear any details. Just say yet. rest in peace. Yeah, it's a shame. Yeah. That's a shame. We don't know why, but it don't matter. He was too young. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I know. He was doing <clears> the <throat> open mic. I remember his laugh specifically. He had a great laugh. He had a laugh. He had a great laugh. So, and that my first time ever being there, he was the only one, I think, that laughed. Yeah. <laughs> you, he you probably was. You appreciate those people. Yeah. <laughs> you appreciate those laughs. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, we got a couple people. Um they come to the shows pretty consistently, and I I feel like I never hear Jeremy them Wilcox, and I get a little worried. Shout out <laughs> Jeremy Wilcox. Yeah. He's with his dad. Oh yeah, Jeremy yeah, Wilcox and his dad. Yeah, shout out, man. They're diehards. Diehards. They're yeah. probably there more than we are. Good dudes. Good dudes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel like they're a good gauge if I can make those guys laugh because they're at every show. Um, I, I I crack them every now and again. I feel like, but they're I feel like they're they're tough. They're they tough are. to get. Yeah, but they they appreciate us though. They say, they come to me and they say, you know, you got a solid set. You know, they love they yeah. expect this. They I, you know mostly like expect they know what the, we're gonna say. They right. heard it a million times, but they seem to enjoy it. And they actually don't like it if people don't do the full time. They're there to see. Oh, uh, they want five. Oh, they they want to see five. Like a lot. Sometimes people there was like a time when like a bunch of people only did like three minutes, two minutes. And they were like, uh, they were like, what are they doing? Like, we're not getting five minutes. I'm like, oh, that's what they got. What that's what they got. You want? Would you rather them go up there and just be like, uh, right? Yeah, go out on top. <clears throat> yeah, I try to. I try to end on a, a high note. Um, you know, I, I feel like I should have stopped early last week, uh, or, or, or this week, I should say. But uh, you know, you live and you learn. Uh, I feel like sometimes you just kind of throw stuff out there because you're like, ah, should I do this joke? And sometimes when you're like, all right, I only got four minutes, you're like, all right, you know what? I'm going to do it anyway. And that's, it, you know, it's sink or swim sometimes, but you got to learn what's what's good and what's uh, what's hit hit and miss. So. But I, I like their attitude, though. They want to see some comedy. They're there to see comedy, so let's give them the comedy. You know? Yeah, yeah, no, they're there to have a good time, and, and you know, they, they come consistently every week, and I'm impressed yeah, by their dedication. Definitely. I, I appreciate that. It's yeah. pr- pretty cool. I wonder if uh, Jeremy has something built in, like, you know, if he's just perfecting, like, I'm going to go, I'm going to watch open mics for, like, six months, and I'm going to write this killer five, and I'm going to go up there, and I'm going to blow all these guys' heads oh, yeah. off. He just takes everybody's stuff. Right. Oh, man, no, don't say awesome. that. He just comes up. He's like, wait, I, we're like, we recognize this. No, no. That'd, be, that'd be hilarious. That would actually be pretty funny if he came up for the first time and did that'd that. That'd be hilarious. I do have a couple buddies. I'm trying to get them to come out. You know, I've told them, like, hey, you know, there's um, – Come out on Tuesday night, write some comedy. They're they're writing stuff. They're sending me jokes, and oh, okay. uh, that's cool. They're like, "Hey, you should do this one," and I'm like, "Nope, <laughs> come on out. Like that's your joke. Like I'm not gonna do your joke. You know what I mean? And I, your joke is your joke. You know how to s- perform it. You know where to pause. You know, you know what word to use. I'm not gonna do somebody else's joke. I, so. I got a guy who I riff off of and writes help me helps me write some stuff and. Uh, I hear what you're saying, but like he won't do it. He refuses. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, he'll he got he gets a he gets very upset if I don't do it exactly how he wants to word it. I'm, like, no, I'm supposed to riff off of you. I'm not. You're not writing jokes, right? Yeah, well. But he does. He he's but he's a good guy. It's good to have somebody to riff off of. Right. Is that is that how you generally write? You guys is that? I write by myself. Do you? And I don't I, bounce anything write, off of anybody. I write, okay. <laughs> I write some stuff myself, but like some stuff, like I only trust one, like one person, or, and then 
one other two people actually one person like uh gave me you know i was riffing off of and then like my writing partner if you will (laughs) tilt your mic up a little bit i want to make sure i get all of this yeah writing partner my buddy he's uh but he's hilarious yeah he won't go up he refused really yeah, it's good to have people like that. You know, they kind of they, they balance you out a little bit um, because they kind of know what's funny from an outside point of view. Th- they've never been on the stage, but they can kind of respect right. from an audience perspective what they might think is funny. So it's good to take those premises and run with them. But, yeah, I mean, that's why I'm not going to do somebody else's joke because I'm not going to hit it the way they're going to want to hit it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just not going to be the same way. So uh, Since you've – does anybody like in your – family besides your wife know that you do comedy yeah yeah i mean um my uh both my brothers know about it at this point um they didn't know about it early on uh it was kind of a a trickle down effect once i started (laughs) and uh you know i got instagram got a youtube set up so you know check Uh, it out andrewg.comedy um and uh yeah once that happened i think then they started to check out the videos you know and i have a few friends where when i post something uh initially i was just recording audio and i would just play it back in the car see where the laughter was you know try to find the good stuff but then i started recording stuff with video and then that kind of changed the game for me because i was like you know what i'm just going to put it out there good or bad you know people can take it or leave it at least i have it documented i know my jokes and then What's good, I can, I can, I can take it later. You know, I can go back, I can watch something from months and months and months ago, which is nice. So right. um, once that happened, I think that was a little bit of a game changer for me. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, how are you watching your stuff back? Is it does it make you cringe at all or anything? Uh, in the beginning, it, it was like that, but now I've gotten to the point where I'm kind of comfortable seeing it. Um, you know, I, I like to see like kind of where people receive certain things because I'll I'll tell somebody a joke one week and then I'll be I'll do it the next week, right? So like they'll kind of get to see it in real time. So I'll shoot that video out to my buddies, um, you know, just a, a, a handful of friends that I'm like, you know, from high school. Um, we don't really hang out or anything, but it's like you know what I want to get feedback from this person because I know they were funny, right? Like, we used to have a good time and laugh, and, and we're still close enough where, you know, we're in fantasy football together or right. we're doing things from, from afar. You're you know, in contact. People. Yeah, exactly. But, yeah, and it's those other guys that, you know, I mentioned that I want to come. I tell them, hey, you know what? Come out and do it on a Tuesday night. You'll have a blast. And uh, either way, good or bad, like, at least you got the experience. Yeah. And you get better and better and better uh, with a little bit of everything you do. So Yeah. That's what it's all about, just getting them reps. Yeah. It's weird. I, it, you think, like, I never thought it was really easy. And it, going back to how you said you got into it as uh, Kill Tony kind of, right? Yeah. Uh, I, I've told this on many podcasts before. <laughs> but uh, I've always been a fan of stand-up comedy. Mm-hmm. Never once ever contemplated of doing it. And then my son has you know, he was always in the stand-up comedy, and then podcast started. He was in the Kill Tony. So he may have went down one time, and then he heard they were coming back. Mm-hmm. So he said, I'm going to take you to Kill Kilt- I'm going to buy me you and mom tickets. I'm going to take you to Kill Tony. I'm going to put you and mom's name in the bucket. <laughs> and you're going to go up. If they pick your name, 
you go out and do a minute of comedy. So I was like, you're crazy. You're nuts. I know it would never happen because he said he was going to buy the tickets. That's <laughs> that's the buddy that yeah, punchline. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I said, let me check out Kill Tony because I had just started mm. listening to podcasts too. So I started like, oh, this is why they said that. This is how you do that. This is why this other comedian said this that time. You know what I mean? Like processing it all. And kind of the same thing. Like watching Kill Tony, you learn how to oh, yeah. get into writing jokes and stuff, you know? Well, look at Hans Kim. He got to come up with a fresh minute every week. We yeah. got a fresh minute with five minutes. He's <laughs> got to do a minute every week and he to keep his... Yeah, post keep that on Kill yeah. Tony. Well, he's been battling people trying people have been trying to battle Hans Kim lately. He's been bodying everybody. You know he'll he'll suck, right? And then they'll be like, "Well, I could beat you." And then when they actually have to battle him, he just blows them out of the water. Right? Yeah, the couple comics that he's gone up against, they're really good comics, and they have a really solid minute, and they kill it in the interview. And then when they come up against Hans, they kind of have the same. The same minute, right? Like, they don't have much more than what right. they... They, they kind of already unloaded their barrel at that point. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, but Tony's Tony's the best. Like, he's vicious. Oh, yeah, he, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And he puts people in their place. Like, I can only imagine going up there trying to do a minute and being, like, you know, roasted. Like, I know even if I had a, a decent minute, like, I'm going to get torn to bits. I mean, just the way I look. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, it's going gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna to be uh, one of those humbling experiences once again. But, yeah, I mean, Kill Tony is... I think that's changed the game, and I'm seeing stand-up comedy and open mics popping up, like, all over the place. All yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's really changed the game. Would you do it if, like, just by happenstance, you were like, yo, you can do it if you want? Oh, would yeah. You do it a minute? Yeah. Yeah, I would do it at this point. Yeah. Uh, in the beginning, I probably would have had the confidence to do it, and I would have totally went up, <laughs> you know, can we curse? Yeah. <laughs> Shit the bed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but, yeah, it would have been, been, been terrible. But now I, I think I have at least a minute where I would go up and like, all right, I know this joke gets laughs. Um, but yeah, I would still get roasted. Right. <laughs> but uh, yeah. yeah, it's a but to kill Tony. Who? Um, I can't. I'm trying to think off the top of my head. Like, who was that dude that had the show where uh, he would watch people fail, like YouTube videos and stuff of people failing, and he would, like, give them a chance to redeem themselves. Tosh. Tosh. Yeah. I think, like, he, he's like the new Tosh to me. People always accuse him of being gay. Yeah. That's the big joke about him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, super mean, bitchy. Super mean. Like, yeah, he's like, but he, I think he's better than Tosh. When Tosh.0 came out, that was, <clears throat> that was legit. That was a, that was that a, was a that great was a good yeah. show, man. Yeah, yeah. That that was funny stuff, yeah. Comedy Central isn't what it was either. You know, like that was another thing. Growing up, I used to watch all the Comedy Central specials as they came out. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dane Cook and Tony Woods. Like, dude, Tony Woods for the first time. Uh, Nick Swartzen for the first time. Like, seeing those guys on Comedy Central. I mean, it was just. I that's what I wanted to do, but like there was no direct path for that, right? Like, you can't go to college for that, right? Right. There's Second City. I, I considered doing, like, Second City at one point, but, you know, it's kind of one of those things where you you, you go down that path where you're, like, kind of expected to go down, right? You got to go to college. You got to get go, your degree. Go to and, Chicago. You got to go. I think that's where it is. That's right? where Second City is. Yeah, there's, yeah. there's Chicago, and then there's one in Canada, uh, Ontario or something That's like that. weird. There's 
second city in Chicago. Yeah. The California has the Groundlings. Are they in California? Is that where that is? Um, I, I don't. I don't know much of the other improv groups to be honest with That's, you. I was just saying it's weird. There's no like big New York one. But SCTV was the Canadian yeah, one, right? That was a show. Because like John Candy, Eugene Levy, mm-hmm. all those Canadian dudes. Yeah, that was a TV show. Yeah, but I'm saying like I for, I said Chicago, but I think some dudes were from Chicago, but did the SC, but they were on Saturday Night Live. They that were in the second city in Chicago. I think what Saturday Night Live. I think Dan. Aykroyd, is he Canadian? Yeah, I think he is. Yeah, yeah. He is Canadian because he, I heard a story. He's a bad motherfucker. He owned a bar, I think in New York, or it might have been in Canada. I'm not sure. (laughs) But he used to ride a motorcycle back and forth. Nice. Like, I think the bar was in New York, so they could all go there and drink. You see a skull vodka? Yeah. Yeah. I heard it's not that good. I, well, I, I was on a, Another podcast quite some time back, actually, with my buddy Dennis. Right, yeah. And uh, he was talking about Philly natives, and technically I'm not Philly native, but Norristown is like Philadelphia area. Oh, yeah. Here we, we were drinking it. Yeah, that was uh, annoying me. <laughs> I kept calling, asking Chris about Philly, and Chris kept telling him, I'm really, well, I'm from <laughs> Norristown, but. We're all from Philly. We, you know. <laughs> I'm I'm at this point like uh, an hour from the city, but you know you talk to anybody, you tell them you're from Philly. It's, right, this is what it is. It's easier. Yeah, yeah. It's just one of those things. We're yeah. all yeah. So it's Philly pride anyway. Right. <laughs> exactly. Right now, go Phillies. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I really want to check the score right now. <laughs> I'll check. It. I yeah. Do it. Yeah. Check the score. Phillies game. Let's see what's going on. Right now we're uh, you know, we're game not three live, Arizona. So we're, yeah, game three. Two Nash- games up. We're going to put this League out. Championship <laughs> Series. This will come out on, on uh, Monday night. Oh, there we go. Yeah, Monday night. So by that, we'll be in the World Series. There you go. Um, I think, doesn't Ackroyd, he does the, uh, there's a skull that's a uh, tequila, too. I think it's called, like, Cobb or something like that. I got the, uh, the yeah. bottles. They're, they're I'm not like, sure if that's his. They're uh, I know it's painted. It's, right? a, it's another celebrity, I think, though, that puts it out. It's But, but yeah, they're painted. They used to be really pretty intricate. They kind of changed them, but the only, I know uh, Sammy Hagar has Cabo Wabo tequila, the blue aguave. Yeah. I love Cabo Wabo. I I'm mad they changed the bottle though. They used to have one of the coolest bottles, the blue bottle, gold emblem. Now it's just you know a wrap. That drives me nuts when they change that. Right, like, right, right. It's cheaper, you had, I guess. Yeah, it's definitely cheaper, but you had an iconic bottle. I don't know. Yeah. Bums me out. But that's the only. Still 1 1 for the fills, anyway. Uh-uh. Still 1 1? Yeah. Well, Popping I mean, I don't drink like that, so I just know from here, you know, I'm cultured. I <clears throat> I know the, you know, I'm a worldly type guy. <laughs> I know liquors. You study alcohol. I do. You know what I like, guys? You know what I got I, a bunch of it up there. I just look over here like, oh, yeah. You know what I really enjoy? What's that? Stateside vodka. <laughs> Made in Pennsylvania, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. It says Surfside, though. <laughs> That's true. Uh, surfside. Made with Stateside vodka. Yeah, Surfside's the iced tea, but yes. Yeah. Thanks for fucking my commercial up, Chris. <laughs> We're trying to get sponsored here. Oh, yeah. My you God. never disappoint <laughs> me disappointing me. Try it again. Take two. Nah. Stateside vodka. I got some shit. Made with Surfside. No, I'm butthurt. <laughs> no, 
fucking butt hurt. But yeah. Uh, and Monster. It's not brought to you by Monster. Get that bullshit out Grab of here. Grab it by the balls. Get that out of here. <laughs> Deer Park, maybe. But uh, we are doing it in the middle of a show here, bro. <laughs> I thought this was a commercial break. Now <laughs> it's got to take a piss real quick. Uh-huh. Hey, we got. Hey, we wouldn't be surprised. We yeah. had. We used to have fats. Yeah, he used to stand up and just go pee. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Like D Madness? <laughs> yeah, yeah, like D Madness. Did he have to be helped out? <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, when did you actually start? I remember you've been you've been coming up there for a minute. Yeah, I guess I started. I guess it was around April or so. Okay. Uh, maybe May. Yeah, a little bit later on. Okay. Yeah, so you know, it's been been a good half a year or so. Right. Yeah. And, uh, I definitely think it's, you know, you get better and better every time that you go up there. Um, but at the same time, like you always know, like your next bomb is like just right around the corner. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, there you're you're never clear forever. Like you're never just gonna like always have a perfect set moving yeah. forward. Like it's just not gonna happen. And I even hear like some of the big names, like you know, you hear about um, you know Ron White when he was kind of coming back up like you know and uh you know you, when people are testing out new stuff um i mean just saw norm mcdonald or uh not norm mcdonald yeah i wish um <laughs> no uh mark norman we just saw him right uh soul joels and uh you know I've, I've heard stories about him bombing and it's like you know you can't imagine these guys bombing because they're just so good at what they do but you know, you never know what audience you're going to get in front of, and you never know what night it's going to be. And you know, it's if you're trying out a lot of new material, then it might just not go your way. And if the audience isn't on your side, you got to kind of come out and win them out in, in the first couple jokes, right? So, and I'm a little bit of like a dirty comic, right? Like I don't, I'm not always the cleanest guy. So yeah. um, coming out the gate, it's like you have to win them over before you. Drop the big, um, you know, terrorist joke or the yeah. the racial joke yeah. or something like that, right? So it's like, how do you win them over before you, you know, you you don't want to look like you're anti-trans or some shit like that. Do <laughs> but, what I do. Yeah. You tell them, I don't do it. <laughs> and you do it anyway. But those yeah. jokes are so good. I mean, they write themselves, people. Like, you know, <laughs> this, this world that we're in is just a fucking simulation anyway. So you might as well, uh, you know, have at it and enjoy right. it while you're here. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> what do you consider dirty? Like, I, I, when, I, when I'm writing jokes or when I'm looking at the shit I've already written, like, what do you consider dirty? Like, is it the subject matter or is it cursing? Yeah. Because you could talk about some dirty shit and just not use curses. Yeah, it's, it's. I mean, I'm also, I'm a man child. So, you know, I, I still like watching cartoons. I got a, you know, couple young, young kids. So, like, watching SpongeBob, right? Like, there's those jokes that are in there that, like, it's for the adults. It kind of, like, goes over the kids' heads. So, like, mm-hmm. there's that stuff that you can get away with. Um, you know, like, I guess a Jay Yoder would be doing that, right? Like, he can kind of, you know, he, he's he's performing in front of kids and parents and stuff. And, you know, he can he can put that joke in there that the parent's going to laugh at, that the 
kid's gonna laugh at too because their their parents laughing, but they don't really know what the, what the hell they're laughing at. Like right? every mm-hmm. Disney movie throws in like <laughs> jokes like that. Yeah, yeah, parents would get, but the kid might just be like, oh. they're just grooming. That's a whole other thing. But bad example. Yeah, that's that's a that's a whole other thing. Um, <clears throat> but a lot of a lot of cartoons, like like movies, do that. They throw in like a. For parents, because they know the parents have to probably sit through it. Right. A few yeah. adult-oriented jokes. Like yeah, so there's that. And, like, I guess I have some jokes where, like, you know, I can't really tone them down that much. You know, I, I've tried to, like, I have the one where I talk about, like, ah, uh, you know, me and my wife tried out an escape room, right? Um, you know, I locked the door until I got what I wanted. And, uh, <laughs> you know, she, needless to say, she got out. Um, so, you know, I can say... Something else instead of you know, got what I wanted, right? I could I could make that pretty pretty fucking dirty, right? right. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But instead, I can tone it down and say got what I wanted, um, you know. And then the, the joke is basically like I keep setting that the timer. She waited out the clock, right? Uh, you know, I invested in the fucking clock. I'm gonna I'm gonna use it, right? Like she got out, but not alive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that can go. Use that one. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so, and then there's the then there's just the dark stuff, which like you know I've I have dark stuff too. Like right. I have a sound of freedom joke, right? Like I have some stuff in there where like uh, it kind of takes I the that's who did it the one time. Remember that whole thing <laughs> with the remember with the person with the Steve the Chris the stuff nose. Uh, ah like, yeah, he was the guy. <laughs> Go ahead, I'll tell you real quick. Nah, but, uh, real yeah, quick. no, no, I want to hear it. Go ahead. Nah, real quick. Hold on, let me go check something real quick. In case I have to cut out your story anyway. <laughs> okay. No, real quick, like, uh, so we're, we did an open mic. I was, I think I was, yeah, I was hosting. I think one of us was hosting, either way. So some lady was, uh, sent somebody an email about, uh, they said something to the effect of it, the first time was like, with the exception of Chris. Something about like she us uh, there was jokes about sex trafficking and she was sex trafficked and the jokes that oh, were told uh brought her uh the people that kidnapped her and sex trafficked her they they brought it to light and now they know where she is and all this crazy stuff and she'd appreciate she's like I know that you know the jokes it's jokes and all but I'd appreciate if you don't do that. And we were, like, trying to figure out, like, I'm like, I, I know somebody said something about the sound of freedom, but I don't remember. I'm like, I don't, but, and then I looked at, we looked at the lady, and I'm <laughs> like, I don't remember, I don't recognize that lady at all. I could pretty much tell you anybody that's coming in, in and out of there, I've seen, and she was not there. And it turns out that this lady was talking about a Chris Stefano Netflix. Oh, God, Okay. And it has nothing to do with us, nothing to do with anybody who had anything to do with anything. I would have told her to shut the fucking get in my trunk. But, but the only reason it was brought to our attention is because it was confusing at first because my name was brought up. And I'm like, dude, right, right. I don't have sex traffic jokes. I don't have any. And I don't believe I don't. I said I heard someone about the sound of freedom, possibly. But <clears> I was like racking my brain to figure out what the hell. Yeah. Was. But it wasn't had nothing to do. But. It was all good. It was just funny that this person contacted about and put my and it was just it was a mix up, but it was a weird story. Yeah, I uh, 
That was a long story. I've well, only sorry, done this. I've I only tried to stop. I only did the sound of freedom joke the past couple weeks. Uh, it has not gone over very well the past couple weeks either. <laughs> right. That one might have to be next. It's one of the, and that's one of those jokes too, where it's like, you know, I text it to my friend. I'm like, dude, I got this joke. It's fucking dark. You know what I mean? But it's funny. You know, and then. He's like, yeah, that's dark. Um, I'm like, yeah, I know, but I love it. And I right. have to do it, you know? And I did it on stage twice now, and I think, yeah, I don't know if it's going to work. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, it might be, maybe that's, you know, if there is the, the dirty show or something like that where it's advertised as, like, you know, this is really some fucked up stuff you're going to hear, then I, I could maybe take the risk on that. But I think for the now, I kind of have to just scratch it. Um, there's been a couple jokes like that now where I'm just like, ah, you know, you just can't do them again, even though you love them. You know, you well, that's can't the do beauty them. of the open mic. Yeah. yeah, you can do that without any nobody's paying you, so you can just be like, oh, I'll try it, and if it don't work, I'll try it again. Nobody's paying you, you don't paid. get paid, <laughs> <laughs> dude. You better talk to Joel. <laughs> <laughs> That was another joke I did the one week I thought was going to be funny. I'm like, hey, uh, has anybody gotten paid? Joel hasn't paid me yet. I've been coming here for, like, months now. And everybody just, like, looked at me like, this guy's a fucking bozo. What like, stage? Oh you God. did that? Or yeah. yeah, I did that on stage. That was, like, like, my uh, opener. Okay. <laughs> yeah, again. That, that again, it's like I was kind of appealing towards the comedians in the crowd, right. not really the, you know, the right. people that weren't comedians. Right. And that can go one way or the other. But, yeah, that one fell flat. Yeah. <laughs> that's what's hard about. I'll be winners. That's what's hard about open mics that have a lot of comics and not a lot of audience members. Yeah. Like, because it's, it's a hard judge. Because most of them guys are looking at their phone. Yeah. Worrying about the order notes. Worried about their set. Yep. And you're like, why isn't anybody laughing? Like. Yeah, and that's why I do try to go up a little bit earlier on because if I am like, you know, in my head pacing back and forth trying to, you know, remember what I want to say, I like to be able to go up and then sit and enjoy everybody else's set. You know, right, what I mean? yeah. twenty-eight comics last week. Yeah, a lot of people. Yeah, that's a ton of people and a lot of them comics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, it, we had a decent. A few of those people are starting to get family to come, which is good. Uh, and then I guess some people were trickling in because, you know, the Phillies and stuff was going on. So right. that helps a little bit. And people stay as long as they can. You yeah. Know, like some people have to leave. Whatever. Yeah. And I'm generally I watch the whole show. But again, the Phillies this week, I was right. I watched, you know, once eight o'clock hit, I was out the door. But right, yeah. you were in the building still. I was in the building. <laughs> I came back at a point. I felt bad. I do like to see everybody set. So, you know, but it's t you can't do that the whole time. I mean, time. after the show, you just sat in the bar. Same building. True, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, not watching comedy, None. Uh, which is what I'm kind of there to do, I guess. But Yeah, and where were you at? What's that? And where were you having a, um, where were you at? After, what bar were you at? Gatsby's Pub, baby. You got to turn it into a commercial. Gatsby's <laughs> Pub in Pottstown, <laughs> Pennsylvania. The beautiful old Sunnybrook. Yeah, Gatsby's is nice, man. That's, uh, yeah. That and Railroad Street in Linfield, those are like okay. my two happy places. And uh, you know, uh, they do the they do the podcast uh, mornings with Mike, and they had Mike from Railroad Street on the owner. I was like, oh man, this is like worlds colliding right now. This is like my two favorite spots. Um, so yeah, I mean, I spent a lot of money in those spots. But I don't know if this is the same. I don't know if it's the same. Uh, I'm pretty sure it is because uh, one time a bunch of my buddies were going to meet up. And one dude was like, all right, well, let's meet at the railroad. I was here a few years ago, and it was a pretty cool bar. 
and I keep saying the R's on the cards. Yep. So it reminds me of it. So their marketing does its job. Oh, yeah. So we go there, right? And my drink at the time, my go-to drink was either Yingling. It was a bottle of Yingling and a shot of Jack Daniels. It's a good order. So we go in there. They don't have Jack. They don't sell Jack Daniels, and they don't sell Yingling. What? Is this? What are we doing? This, do you? I get Yingling there all the time. Okay. I'm thinking <laughs> of a different bar. I, I mean, maybe. unless this was maybe they were, I don't know, maybe they were out of all their beer. <laughs> no, they were like, we don't sell that. I had to get Corona. Well, okay. Well, yeah, they do. They do have a lot of craft specialty beers and stuff like that. But, um, but no, I mean, I go in there. I get. I get. Well, a this might have been. At the time, like how long ago was this? Five, six years, uh, four or five years ago, five years ago. It's possible. It's possible. I felt like, oh, they're, they switched over. Now they want like the IPA crowd, like the young hip crowd. Yeah. They don't want us grizzled old bar veterans. Shouted in nah, there it's, drinking Jack Daniels straight. It's not a very fancy spot. Nah, maybe I'm thinking of something else. But I'm pretty you, sure it was you the know, railroad. You know what you're thinking? Give me a glass of whiskey. You're Today's thinking Craft Ale House. Nah, did this place have... <laughs> did the girls used to have shirts that say, let's get railed or something? At probably. Like I years did, ago. Probably. Like before this new... Yeah, I don't know. I, I could, classiness. It's, I mean, if they had Corona, I would imagine that they would have had Yingling and... Yeah. I don't know, and I, no Jack Daniels either. I felt like it was either. Yeah, I was no, like, no crown. I was like, oh, they don't want us here. That's what it is. Or they don't want our crowd here. Nah, because they got Jack know. and JMO, and I think they got all that stuff. This might be a different bar. It might be. I'm not disparaging <laughs> any bars. Yeah. It's Linfield, Linfield, like Lim- Limerick, Linfield. I don't remember, bro. So where's the, where's the bar you went? <laughs> You're just shitting on a bar. I don't remember. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was. Right. Uh, could have been a whole different thing. Nah, I will say I used to love going to the Craft Ale House. You guys ever been there? Never heard of it. Nah. So that's like right on Ridge Pike. Um, and uh, that, I guess that's considered Limerick too. But, you know, they they don't have any hard liquor or anything like that. It's all craft beer and stuff. And, like, I think everybody makes the mistake when they first go in. Like, I went in and I ordered, uh, you know, like my wife wanted, um, like, a vodka and cranberry. And I went and ordered that and, like, it was like the record stopped. You know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. everybody, like everybody just I'm looked that at me like I'm the asshole, and I was just like, ah, oh. like yeah, we don't have any of that here, just yeah. beer, and it's like ah oh, shit, you know. And then there's been a couple instances there. They're just they're very weird. So they have a burger. You can get anything you want on the burger, anything you want. You can get a fried egg on it. You can get you know red onions, lettuce, tomato, whatever you want on it. My wife orders a salad, and she wants red onions on her salad, and they're like, let me talk to the chef. And it's like, come on. You know, so, like, they made a big deal of it, and they're like, oh, yeah, they said they'll do it, but we don't usually do it. Then they bring it out again, same thing. Hey, we don't usually do it, but we did it for you. It's like, thanks thanks for the fuck. It's red onion, dude. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Like, you, you're acting like I asked for, like, lobster on top or right, something right. like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's ignorant. So, yeah, I don't really go there much anymore. But uh, I've, I've heard that from a few people. Not to shit on any businesses, but. No, I mean, their, their stuff business. is good. They got good food and stuff. But I mean, I, fuck. I, I can't get into the craft <laughs> beers. You're a fan of the craft beers? I was for a while, IPAs. but I drank so much of it that, like, I can't 
process it as much as I used to. Like now, I need to drink lighter beer. Uh, I love uh, Yingling is a go-to. Dude, like yeah. all yeah. them all IPAs day. taste disgusting to me. Yeah, I cannot. I got a, I, I got a bit about it. Everybody's like, "Oh, well, have you tried this one? It all tastes like." Like a fucking grapefruit <laughs> took a shit. Bad a grapefruit. Fucking... <laughs> yeah. I used to be that guy. I used to be like, "Hey, I'll find you one you like." I would, I would be like, "Listen, you don't like it? I'll find you the one you like." You know, yeah. like that was. But I drank so much of it, like I literally, it's just like it fucks with me to the point where, like, I drink one of those pounders, I feel so full. But I mean, I could drink a half a bottle of tequila, like no problem. Right, I'm not right. a drinker. Either, so, like I don't like the taste at all. Like I hate okay. the al- taste of alcohol. Really? Mm. I'll drink it. That's a good I'll, thing. I'll drink it for special occasions, like company Christmas party. Yeah. Get as many Coronas as I can. I'll walk around with six Coronas just because it's free. Yeah. Open bar, wedding. Yeah. I'll piss myself and throw <laughs> up on everything. I don't give a fuck. Where's free. the fucking Funnel in this place. Get me a funnel in a tube. (laughs) Employee of the year, runner up, seven years in a row. (laughs) (laughs) Let me tell Andrew our dice story. So, (laughs) me and Chris go to see Dice Clay at Soldzos when he was down in temporarily at Norristown at the uh, Westover Golf Club. Okay. He had dice there. That's awesome. Right? So, me and Chris go. So we partake on what we partake in on the ride there, right? And then we go inside. And me being me, I know my own limits, right? I'm not thinking about him. I'm figuring he's down to party. We're partying. So we get it going on the way there. Then we get to um, the place. We go up. We got to buy drinks. So I'm like, I ask him what he wants to drink, knowing he's already cool. He doesn't need <laughs> nothing else to add any alcohol because he's not a drinker. Yeah, yeah. But I'm in party mode now. Right. right. You can go on there. It's dice, baby. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Hickory dickory dock. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> I go up to the bar and they say, I say, let me get a Jack and Coke and a rum and Coke. And the guy says, do you want doubles? And that's a good idea. I hate getting up back and forth. Yeah, make them doubles. Always. Right? So we get back. I get mine. I'm sipping it, having a good time. Dice comes on. I look over. He's like a... (laughs) (laughs) He only drank this much of his rum and coke. But that was enough. The whole show, he's leaning on me. I'm hitting him. He's leaning on me. I'm hitting him. I'm praying Dice says something. Way in the back though, so we're good. He probably thought you were like uh, paraplegic or some shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. This guy's special needs. I'm not gonna diss dude, him. <laughs> we went to, dude, I got problems with like, I got problems with like anything like that. Like as soon as like the show starts or the lights go dim or something, like we went and saw Deer Hunter, uh, the movie Deer Hunter. You know, uh, yeah, Phoenixville at that this one old theater. Colonial, passed out. <laughs> Dude, I fell asleep at this concert I went to a couple weeks ago. You fell asleep at a concert? I fell asleep at the Peter Gabriel concert. I was. Uh, <laughs> all right, I understand it was that. like so boring it's at my, some point. My brother's wedding song. So like in your eyes or whatever. Like well, those songs, but he played like a bunch of songs I never heard. I just wanted to hear the hits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're eight your years eyes, old. Is, yeah, that's a... Stop playing your brand new album that nobody can. I want to hear the hits. Okay. I got to tell you about I the listen to a bunch of shit. The best concert I never saw. So 
my buddy got us tickets to go see Roger Waters do the wall okay in Philly so I, did, I saw that it was yeah I, I, yeah I was Citiz- there Citizens Bank or whatever right no was it not yeah. that one no I didn't go to no that I think this was Citizens I was Bank. I was at the one in uh, Camden or whatever so we are we're fucking hyped dude like all day we get there way too early and start tailgating like way too early <laughs> four or five hours before the show so we're just drinking all day um he ends up cutting his foot with like a, a beer bottle um and then he we're good like we're, we're still gonna go in like everything's fine the the tipping point was uh the weed brownie so like you know i was fine i, I was eating them all day i was ready to go man like so my buddy we eat this before we're about to go in and dude he was done like he was laying in the passenger seat of his car which was stick i didn't know how to drive stick so i couldn't even drive us out of there or anything security's coming around i'm like dude let's go it's it's the mid like middle of july it's hot as shit so like i couldn't even leave him in the car with like the windows up because i couldn't even work the windows i guess i'm i'm fucking retarded i don't know how to work i don't know how to work a stick at all i couldn't even put the fucking windows down because i would have left them in the car locked them in there i would have went to the concert but no i'm like if i do that he'll he'll die he will die in the heat like it was so hot out or he'll be arrested or he'll be arrested because security was coming around right and they're like you know they're they're at this point they're making sure nobody's really in the lot so i ended up like waving down a taxi getting his ass we got the fuck out of there took a taxi from philly all the way to phoenixville uh and it was like at the time it was made like a hundred bucks or whatever so it actually wasn't that bad but it was just like he was just at that point like throwing up everywhere dude Hmm. it was a nightmare and at one point in the very beginning of the concert, the, the the show's starting. I can hear the music. I can hear the crowd. And I'm like, dude, that is the show. Do you hear the show? That is the show starting. Get up. Like, I was like, oh, man. and I couldn't get him up. I guess I maybe could have tried to get a wheelchair for him. Or I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, you tell me. What the fuck would you do? Drop him off at the medical tent. <laughs> I'll be right yeah. back. It was, well, it wasn't even like maybe if it was a Grateful Dead concert or something, I could have, you know, brought, it, brought him down to what, what's that? Uh, if uh, it was a veteran stadium, he would, it would be okay. But at the Citizens Bank, I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, no, it was, it was, it was all, all, they had a jail at the veteran stadium. Yeah. They got to have, they probably still have the jail at the link. Yeah, but it's not spoken of. Yeah. Everybody knew about the jail at vet. Did you see the guy get, uh, he got his ass. Oh my God! Yeah, he got speared. The dude after the game got on the field at the Phillies game, and he was running across the field, and he's just like, I guess he's running towards the dugout in the you know in the outfield, and he didn't see this dude coming out of nowhere like a security guard. He was running faster than I've seen anybody on that field run the entire night, and he yeah. speared the dude. Oh my God, dude! He took him down. <laughs> it was amazing tackle, actually. That is, yeah, yeah, I missed that. No, yeah, you could, that. Yeah, it's you could always watch it. It's you know everything's on the internet. Not to get too much into Philly sports now. Now Eagles got Julio. Uh, oh yeah, I put what do you guys think YouTube, of that bro. move? I, I put that on Facebook earlier. I threw him on my fantasy team. I'm I like, did too. Yeah, why, yeah, I why not? Scooped him up. <laughs> yeah. Immediately scooped him up. I got rid of Devonte Foreman, who was like, yeah, you know, because long story short, he was supposed to be like the only bear left. Right, right. Like all their all their running backs were hurt. He still didn't do shit. Yeah. So I was like, you're out. 
Yeah, I put, so that I happened with me and Joshua Kelly because I got Eckler this year, and I, I, I sh- I'm an idiot, man. I, I went Eckler over McCaffrey. I got year. McCaffrey on my one team, dude. You're but gonna, you're somebody played some. I guess Eckler came back last week, though. I don't know. He's how back. He, he shit the bed. He didn't do much at all. Oh, well, we got. I lost him, by ten points. I was gotta so give pissed. him give him a chance to get. get yeah, I know it's his first game back. But you know he was he was probably ready to come back, but they had the bye week, so they gave him that extra week off. But anyway, uh, fucking fantasy football right. drives me up a wall. Uh-oh. You know what's nice? Best ball. You ever play best ball? No. Best ball is cool because you just draft, and then you don't have to worry about setting your lineup. So like when I instead of doing mock drafts in the beginning of the year, I'll just do a shit ton of best ball drafts uh, for like a buck or five bucks. Uh, and then you know it sets your lineup each week with you know whoever scored. So you know you got to kind of be smart with your draft but uh it's cool because instead of mock drafting in a free free draft where people are just fucking around you know you put a couple bucks in and people kind of take it seriously you know i'm in two money leagues okay like you used to one of them used to not be but then i guess all of a sudden everybody wants to play for money make it interesting yeah it makes it fun plus we're not actually playing for money though people theoretically (laughs) theoretically yeah theoretically though because I've been in leagues for fun, and then people just don't care anymore. Yeah, exactly. But if you're playing for money, try to set your lineup. Like, I screwed up two weeks ago and took out Amon. I didn't take out Amon Ross St. Brown from Detroit, and I got zero points. And the guy got mad, and I would have beat him if I took him out. Fantasy football, man. It's crazy. Well, yeah, I was mad that he ended up not playing because he got – it was like middle of the week. They said he was questionable, I think, on Thursday or something. I got getting hurt. I lost. Yeah, I got St. Brown, too. We sound like we got the same team, dude. <laughs> yeah. But uh, as far as the Phillies... They just like lost. Game. Phillies lost. Ah. Arizona scored in the ninth. Um, <sighs> that's okay. You know what? Made it interesting. We're up. We're still up two games. Yeah. You know, there's going to be a game five, I guess. Uh, yeah. but what are you going to do? It'll make it interesting. I didn't think they were going to sweep them, so, it, you know, that's right. the one. That's the one they took. I was talking to a truck driver today, and he uh, he was like, "Yeah, about the Phillies." That so I was like, "Yeah, last night the other game was exciting." He was like, "Yeah, I, you know, I hope something, whatever happens, I hope they win the night." But then he started going through all these different scenarios about this, if you know, parlays. Um, Houston, no, about if Houston wins, and who else? Uh, um, Houston, if they and win, the Rangers. They win. Well, they're going against home. uh, Then he's talking about getting uh, playing first, the first playoff game. Yeah, at the home home field advantage. Well, if Houston, oh right, right. If it's Houston, we got home field advantage. If it's the Rangers, then we don't. They have home. Right, right. right. He was going and all this crazy shit, and I was like, "Yeah, bro, I don't." (laughs) Okay, it'd be nice, but (laughs) you lost me. It's very simple. (laughs) Bring it back to the park, man. That would be. I'm not a sports guy. I'm a comedy guy. I hear you. So I have a comedy podcast. That's true. We sorry, people. We got really deep in the sports. Yeah, yeah. For a well, while. you know, we got to get into all different topics. Yeah, so yeah. We change it up a little bit. Enough about you. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Enough about what? Enough all about right. him. Uh, yeah. Uh, God forbid, Chris go get five minutes to talk. <laughs> Let's talk microphone. about Israel and Palestine. Uh, no. <laughs> That's the one thing we're not going to talk about. Yeah. Unless you guys want to, you know. You don't do a lot of politics. Well, dude. we don't talk about What's politics. Funny in there. Yeah. Michael Jackson. Okay. Well, let's there find the, let's find the funny in the Israel Palestine. 
<laughs> conflict. <laughs> Where's the funny? There's something funny in everything. Where's the funny in that? Iron Dome. I don't know. <laughs> There's something there. <laughs> Pretty touchy. Yeah, I know. Yeah, no, that's... Uh, views and opinions. Like, everything's on fire. <laughs> if they control the weather, why don't they just make it rain? True. Maui. Mm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Still, these... You know, we... Again, we're living in a simulation. Who knows what the fuck's real anymore? I mean, it's crazy. The, uh, the way... Artificial intelligence. Like, have you guys ever fucked around with some of that, like, um, art generator and stuff? No. Nah. Oh, dude, it's crazy. Like, you could put in, like, you know, you want Joe Biden riding a camel in, you know, the middle of Maui. And it'll just generate a picture. And yeah. it's, dude, it's, it's, pretty, it's pretty crazy. Now, what's weird is if you wanted to write actual words or, like, numbers or anything, it puts it as if, like, you're in a dream. So when you look at the picture, it's it's fucking weird. Like, it's wonky. Does it look almost cartoony? It does look a little bit cartoony. And then sometimes the... Sorry. Sometimes the faces will be fucked up. So, like, the eyes will be, like... They look almost, like, demon-esque. Like, it's very, very weird. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's just... It's, it's strange stuff. Hmm. The simulation theory is... Uh, are you guys aware of the simulation theory? Is this something that you... No, but I'm, in, I'm interested to hear what it is, though. Well, it's basically that we live in a simulation. So uh, the the odds of us actually living in base reality are like one in a billion or whatever it is. I don't know. So Elon Musk believes that we live in a simulation. See, that's where they lose me with all that kind of where's, shit. Where's base reality? Where is base reality? Exactly. So like you wouldn't even know it if you were in it. Like it's like. Um, I don't know. The more you the more you look into it, the more you read into it and watch like YouTube videos. And again, none of this stuff's good for your brain, people. It's just I have holes in my brain. Mm -hmm. Don't smoke out of tinfoil when you're in high school. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but now it's uh, it's one of those things where like you know it's it's actually believed by a lot of like scholars and scientists that we're most likely living in a in some sort of a simulation. A simulation of what? Of what we believe to be reality. So that's where these people lose <laughs> this shit. Like, you just, they barely got me believing in aliens, right? <laughs> oh, I don't believe in aliens anymore now that the government told you that there are aliens. <laughs> yeah. They almost got me believing in aliens. But then they start saying they're interdimensional and all this shit. And that's the kind of shit that makes me be like, all right, man. Like, just telling me they're from another planet. Well, here's the thing. Like, what if somebody does know, right? Like, what if there's, like, that? that's the great secret, right? Like, what if there is, like, a, a book or something somewhere that, like, gives these things out, but it's, like, we, we can't know it, right? But it's, like, somebody has it. I don't well, know. Well, I feel like it's, like, oh, these people want aliens. Just give them the fucking aliens already. Give them well, the fucking he, aliens. Let them say, okay, there's aliens. Big fucking deal. <laughs> but, and they'll never... They'll, most people won't even pay attention. It worked. Most people won't. And after we tell them, like you said, they're going to be like, ah, I don't believe. Yeah, nobody cares. Believe anymore. everything the government tells you. <laughs> as soon as yeah. the government don't believe, and they're like, oh, really? Yeah. Oh, it's all psyop. <laughs> well, that's the thing. It is. It's becoming more and more difficult to know what is real and what is fake, right? Yeah. So you know, you can watch a video, and uh, that video can get um, you know two point three million views in ten seconds. And then, you know, a, re- a redacted version comes out or it comes out later that, nah, that didn't actually happen that way. <laughs> but still 2.3 million people saw it. And yeah. if, you know, if 50% of them learned that it wasn't real, 
the other 50% still thought it was real, right? So, right. like, you know, it's one of those things where the the, the deep fakes and shit, stuff's going to get wild, man. Like, it's going to get, yeah. dude, 2024 is going to be fucking nuts. That's why I try Buckle not up. to <laughs> get into any of those. Any of the videos you see on, you know, Reddit or whatever, YouTube yeah. or whatever, I'll, I'll wait till they're on the History Channel or Discovery Channel or something. Because <laughs> then experts have looked and seen if it's Photoshopped or any of that bullshit. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I don't know how true it is, but, like, cause I don't fucking know. But Facebook apparently had these two AI bots, a girl and a guy they named like with a feminine voice i guess and a masculine voice and they apparently started talking to each other in some kind of language they came oh that they made up and that i don't know if that's real or not. that's that's their love language Listen they, to they, this they, shit. they cut them out they like cut the program because they started oh talking God. to each other because they didn't and could you imagine that see that's their simulation that was that was their simulation they lived for a brief time they fell in love and somebody pulled the fucking plug on them. Right. <laughs> Could you imagine that shit? I, I seen this video on Reddit, man. And this is, I didn't understand why people were like, oh, AI's scary. I'm scared of AI. Yeah. But this shit made me be like, this is why people are scared of AI. This lady, I think it was in Japan. She was a scientist. She said they had, I think, four AI robots, right? Either two or three of them. I think three of them killed humans with like projectile guns somehow they right? they all default to saying that they want to end humans like if it came down to it they would end humans like there's been multiple <laughs> that's what they say robots yeah. that have been created yeah where like they say that stuff yeah well a couple of these robots ai robots killed people right so they disassembled them and they were fine but one <laughs> one searched and found a rogue satellite that it could download the info to fix itself right. on. Did you hear this or see this? No, but this this is like the type of stuff that could happen. You right, know, like yeah, That's yeah, insane. Yeah. Like, it, you know, if it becomes that kind of sentient where it, it is able to maneuver and be like, listen, this is my mission. I'm going to accomplish this mission no matter what. So say their mission is like right now the mission is like zero carbon footprint, right? Mm -hmm. Like we want to have zero carbon footprint. Well, what if to have a zero carbon footprint, there can't be any fucking people driving cars and going to work and, yeah, just, and yeah. farting and shitting? They'll fucking kill everybody, right? So it's like, hey, you got zero carbon emissions and, and yeah. everybody's fucking dead. Well, there's a book, an older book about this, and it's um, they use AI to run a paperclip company, I think, or something like that. Okay. And... Uh, I'm forgetting the whole, mm -hmm. the, all the 100% details of it is, but the bottom line is the AI figures out there's, you need iron to make the paper clips and there's iron in human blood. So they just start killing humans to get the iron in their blood to make paper clips. It's like a shortcut for them. Yeah. Like I forget what it is, but yeah, like people are, you, I do it all the time. I'm sure you guys do it all the time. You think of the shortcut, right? Like what's, what's the fastest way for me to get through traffic today? Like what's the fastest way for me to, to do this? Like you don't want to, you don't want to have any extra time or whatever. Like you want to kind of find the shortcut in everything. Right? Yeah, That's yeah, what yeah. people are designed to do. Yeah. That is what AI would do too, right? Like it's like find the shortcut. Like 
all right, this yeah. is my mission. Do you, I don't know if you guys are Rick and Morty fans. You ever watch Rick and Morty? I, I, I know it. I've watched it. it. Yeah, so Rick and Morty's pretty good because there's actually an episode where they like put Summer, which is like you know the 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 sister, um, Morty's sister, like oh you know they put in put her in the ship and the, they tell the ship, hey ship, keep Summer safe. So like that's like that's her their mission, like keep Summer safe. So like this guy comes up to like ask like what time it is. And then, like, it just evaporates the guy on the spot, you know? And then, like, <laughs> then the, it ends up at the end of the episode, like, the military is coming in and the ship is just, like, fucking de- killing everybody and destroying everything. Right. But that is kind of where it goes. Um, there was actually a CEO. I don't know what the company was, but he just came out and said, like, there's a, a 10 to 25% chance that keep, keep going with AI the way they are that it will end the world. A 10 right. to 25% chance. Wow. Yeah. But they're going to keep going with it anyway because they know somebody else is going to do it. Like they're just going to keep keep going. Yeah, they're going to push the limits until. Well, I think eventually too, it'll be like, "Hey, why do you need an actor? Because you can just make a movie with AI, right? Like, I want this movie with this ending and these characters, and it could just generate it, right? I mean, if it becomes to the point where it's so indistinguishable, like. Well, with that, um. That face swap technology, you don't, they really don't need actors anymore. Yeah. Like, really. Yeah, and then, then there's stuff for your sound bites, too. So, like, you can uh, – what's the company? It's called uh, something 11. Um, Cloud 11 or something. But they do – you can actually take somebody's voice. So, say you take uh, – you know, I could just take, like, a sound bite of, like, Chris Farley. And then I could type in whatever I want, and it would be like pump it out just as if Chris Farley okay, was saying, yeah, like yeah. In his cadence and and everything. And then you can, you know, you could alter certain things, make it where he's yelling, or make it where yeah. he's. I've been listening to a lot of uh, old school hip hop songs that they will have different people do. Yeah, like like they'll have Biggie Smalls do a Tupac song. That, there's a lot of that. A lot, of, a lot of Tupac doing this guy's song or right. whatever. It's mind-blowing. You can barely tell the difference. Did you hear the Taylor Swift song, If Her and Kelsey or Travis Kelsey Break Up? Nah. I hate to bring this up because it's on every fucking show, that, the yeah. two of them. Sorry. Let's it's good for it. the algo, right? Right, right, right. But no, it's like um, it, there's a song that they put out. It's like, hey, when when they break up, like here's the song that Taylor Swift will write. And it was amazing because it was just like – Spot you made on, it huh? to the 50 and you said you love me and you went to the 40 and it's like and, and it literally is like holy shit yeah that's exactly what the fucking song would be that she would write like it's it's wow. so funny um but yeah ai is it's taking over to that point right. where i mean every a lot of things are definitely in jeopardy um can't do everything though one good thing humans are funny yeah, at i don't know you gotta, you gotta, you need to hook up some equipment for some of the stuff I think you're thinking of. Can they, can they, like, you know, for, what are they gonna replace everybody at work? Did they gonna teach them how to like break balls and like? Right. Like, <laughs> yeah, I like how I heard your motherboard blow circuits. Uh, uh, uh. Like, I, the corporate world wouldn't even want that shit though. <laughs> like, they'd want to wean out all like the human personality that like your makes work was fun. A snowblower. Uh, uh. <laughs> He just wanted to do his bit. Yeah, I did. That's a bit. That's it's a good old. bit. It's a good bit. We can stop it. You got to throw in the. <laughs> nah, one thing AI can't do is 
I don't think be as clever as humans. Kelsey and Taylor Swift. Did you see the all the jerseys lined up? Yes. Yeah. Kelsey, Cox, Hertz, Swift. Yep. Best thing ever. Best thing ever. Yeah, AI would have a tough time doing that. It would have to like find those people wearing those jerseys, kill all of them, line them up perfectly. <laughs> they need the jersey. <laughs> I needed them to stay in like this, you know. Hey, we need you to come up with a funny meme this week. Yeah. No problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah, AI, man. They can't do anything about podcasts, so they can't take over podcasts. Nah. Nah. I couldn't type in somebody to sit over there and be you? <laughs> Not a, uh, nope. Nah. Are you sure about that? I'm 100%. Okay. You can't, no AI can recreate what I have. Okay. What if uh, Stephen Hawking just had AI, like, way before everybody else? Right. Everybody just thought he was a fucking genius. Yeah. But he just cracked the code on AI. And that, that's what he picked, though. So. Somebody write this down. Uh, <laughs> no, that's actually not. Yeah, that's actually. Yeah, that's funny. Uh, Stephen Hawking. And what he picked, that voice and all that. <laughs> yeah, just to be like, yeah, look how, look how primitive this stupid, shitty computer is. I have to fucking type in everything. But really, he had AI, like, you know. 30 uh, years before everybody else where he yeah. could have just so everybody's like this guy's a fucking genius and it's like he's actually just using ai to sound like a genius he could have sounded all you're saying he could have sounded really eloquent and smart with a normal voice because he had ai he, but he chose, chose the shittier voice to have the speak and spell voice yeah okay uh, you gotta dumb it down a little bit there's something there yeah true. you don't want to sound too smart yeah I run into that problem too with this guy. <laughs> well, I would want one with like a slight British, just the slightest British. Yeah, like yeah. like the Sound GPS. More distinguished. Yeah, like Andrew Tate. Yeah, I want a slightly distinguished voice. Yeah, what is that? Smart. Yeah, why why do they why do they sound that way? <laughs> why does that appeal not too to hardcore? Us so much? Like I don't not I don't want no Cockney voice. It does make it does make them sound and smarter. Then, yeah, I don't want none of that shit. But I want to look. It's just the slightest, like uh, Hugh, uh, the guy that had the uh, like Hugh Grant. Hugh Grant. Yeah, Hugh Grant. Hugh Grant voice. It sounds more distinguished. Like a like a Michael Caine. Yeah, uh, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? No, because. Sometimes he's hard to understand a little bit. Like he throws on that, he's got the thick accent. There's a bit where there's two guys doing their Michael Caine impressions, like back and forth to each other. Do you ever see that? No. Nah. Oh, it's on YouTube. Know. They do a skit. I, I forget what it's from. It's fucking funny. I remember. Search that up. Yeah. Did you ever see the uh, Asians doing Christopher Walken? No. No. I seen a compilation. It was it was pretty funny. Everybody, every comedian has a Christopher Walken impersonation. That's what I, that's what I've heard. Well, let's hear it. You can't put me on the spot. Why? You're a comic. <laughs> yeah, but I'm just on saying. a podcast. Got to prep. You're a yeah. comic on a podcast. Yeah. Well, you do yours first. I don't do impressions. Yeah, I was trying to think. I feel like I used to do impressions, and now when I'm, I actually don't have any now. I'm like, I feel like when I was a kid, I would do them. Because I probably didn't give a I fuck. Don't, I, don't yeah. <laughs> I don't do impressions. That's my Christopher Walken. That's oh. about all I got. Okay. Okay. Not bad, bro. Not bad. <laughs> Not bad. Impressions. Connery. And then got a Sean Connery. <laughs> oh. All my Sean Connery is just pussy. Oh, pussy. 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 
She bent over and showed me a pussy. Shaken, not stirred. <laughs> I sounded more like him. <laughs> but impressions. I'll stick with my Christopher Walken. Good impressions impress me, really. Like uh, Jay Farrow right now, he's real good. Frank yeah. Caliendo. Dan Soder. You ever uh, heard? Oh, yeah, yeah. He's got some great impressions. He's yeah. killer, dude. It blows my mind, dude. Yeah, and they can turn it on so quickly. Yeah. But then, you know, it's stuff that you've been working on forever. I wish I could do a Trump. Because yeah. I, I, dude, I think, I think, dude, Trump's funny. Yeah, he's funny. Yeah. Look, he's he, funny. I, I do admire people. I could just, they could do a good Trump. Yeah. I think even a bad Trump is good, though. It's kind of funny if you can get the hands down. Like you know, Shane Gillis has one of the best. Trumps, he explains right? how to do it. Yeah. Yeah. This room, great room, better than any room I've ever been in. Like, but it, yeah. he's got that. When I came in, I said, you know, this is a great room, and I know, I know great rooms. When I first I came, yeah, see, it's a, <laughs> it's a, it is amazing that they can just turn it on like that. Trump is one that I think I would never be able to do. I, I, I feel like I could do like uh, it's. I don't want to do it, um, but like like a Green Day, you know, like a I sit around and watch the tunes, but nothing's on. Yeah, see, that sounds good. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, you know, like that sort of a thing. <clears throat> Very nasally though. It is. That's like kind of easy to do, I guess. Though it's like a, like I do my Seinfeld. That's about all. I got my Seinfeld and I got my Christopher Walken and my uh, Dangerfield. But I don't if you start off with a "What's the deal?" <laughs> "What's the deal?" Like you got it. Yeah, like, you're hitting it. When I, I, used, I used to do Tracy Morgan. Oh, I, I don't hear the Morgan. I used to just say, "Somebody go get pregnant up in here." <laughs> that's pretty good. That, I like that. That's good. that's decent, man. Uh, you got to do that on stage now. That was more of a statement, so I hope you guys are ovulating. <laughs> At least one of you is ovulating. No, I'm on that period. <laughs> <laughs> ah, cool. Chris has been wanting his red wing. <laughs> yeah, that's why we're drinking the surf side, right? Uh, we were talking about uh, impressions, <laughs> impressions, and I thought of an old story. Do you guys remember Rich Little? Do you oh, yeah. Rich Little? He was like the original yeah. Uh, that was, name rings a bell. I don't know if I've ever actually seen any of that comedy. In the eighties, he, he did impressions. Seventies, yeah, shoot, he was the the man. Well, my aunt, God rest her soul, she ran into a rich little impersonator, who was so good that he tricked her into thinking <laughs> it was him. He was the real rich little. She probably gave him some pussy. I'm not saying she did or she didn't. <laughs> this is Arlene. It was pussy to die uh, for. If it was Arlene, I would have said I have a cunt aunt. <laughs> That's what I was and I would have been like, she slobbed his knob right there in the parking lot. <laughs> 20 people watching. $20 each. They all lined up for that fucking nice. pig. No, nah, this was an aunt that nice. I loved. Nice. Nah. Well, Rich Little. And you can't now, say her name. I got to bleep her name uh, we can, Now I got to say Jer I'm going to bleep her name Aunt out. Jerry puts Aunt it on Tootie. Facebook all the time. I know, but now I got to say I'm going to bleep, bleep her name that. out I don't and know not, say, not do it. Does all you garbage guys have uh, Aunt Tootie yeah. copyrighted by now yet? Uh, probably. But uh, <laughs> Rich Little would do, the impressions he did were like of people like way before our time. Like he did the, the standards from back then. Richard Nixon, like Howard Cosell, all those people like yeah, yeah, yeah. about now. But well, see, he's great at it though at, for the time. That's, but that's all that shit people say before your time, before your time. I don't feel like there was a time that was before my time because of like reruns and well, shit. We're cultured like, though. We didn't 
go to but school. Hold on, but it's not it's not culture. Watch a lot of TV. How old are you, Andrew? It's true. Thirty five. Thirty five. Yeah. Okay. We're a little bit older. Right. Just just not not. All much. right. I have to say my age, but nobody else will say. Just not much. Now I'm forty nine. Forty seven. Right. So. You growing guys both up, look better than me. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, but uh, growing up in the late seventies and the early to mid eighties, and not having cable, only having th- you know three or five channels, whatever it was, all those old movies of all the people Rich Little was doing, all those movies were on Saturday and Sunday. Mm-hmm. In the summertime, they were on in the afternoon, or there was all the old TV shows from the 50s and 60s. And then all the shows from the 70s and 80s were on in reruns in the early 80s. Mm. So, like, yeah, I wasn't alive when Happy Days was on, or I wasn't watching TV when Happy Days came on. But I seen every fucking episode. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, oh, no, no doubt. So, like, it's hundreds before our like times, that. like, there is... But eighteen hundreds is before right, our time. There are people like that aren't as cultured. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. My wife has no fucking clue. Like, I'll say something like Hogan's Heroes, and she'll be like, "Huh?" She'll be like, "Like, what's the thing Schultzy says? I know nothing." Yeah. She don't know what that means. <laughs> Mash, read the Mash. Yeah, Mash. Mash. I, I've watched a little bit I'm, of Mash. I, I've watched every. I love Mash, and that's stuff that I like. You know. Post now, like if I watch it, I can appreciate it. Like right. I do think it's funny, and I can appreciate it. But that was before my time. Like I'd say the oldest I I go is like you know Gilligan's Island. Yeah, like that was yeah. good shit. Um, I'm trying to think. I mean, for me, I liked. Yeah, we would watch TGIF on a Friday night, sit right. down and watch Family Matters, Step by yeah. Step. Um, you know that those those were like the the sitcoms back then. Um, I feel like those were way better than what comes out nowadays. Oh, hundred percent. <laughs> but like in nostalgia the, too. In the, the summertime, like Leave It to Beaver would be on. Yeah, remember Leave It to Beaver? Or watch I it never got into Leave It to Beaver, but you know it was Nick at Night for me. Like after you know Hey Arnold was over and Rugrats and all that shit was over, like. Um, you know, I think I Love Lucy would come on, which, like, it was okay. Like, I wasn't really yeah. into I Love Lucy. Yeah, I used to watch it. Um, it was all right. Um, what was the other one that would come on, uh, Nick at Night? I'm trying to think. There was a couple of them that I would actually just end up watching. Uh, and you kind of end up liking them just because, you know, you're up late. Nostalgic. You're, you know, you're, you're like, kind of hiding out, like, trying to stay up as late as possible and just watch whatever's on TV. Yeah. But yeah, like Nickelodeon would just be on by default at that point. Even leave it to Beaver, like it's tough to reference. Like yeah. Jerry used to call me uh, Eddie Haskell. Eddie Haskell. Because yeah. I'd come into your house, your <laughs> no. house, and I'd be like, "You did not." My dad would not have tolerated you being around there so much, being an Eddie Haskell. Well, he, no, because I'd say, "Yeah, hey, hi, Mrs. Ms. M. Hello, yeah, Mr. Know, Rem. Yeah. And he did. He did, never said nothing because he well, probably knew you were doing being funny about it. <laughs> Happy days was what I was thinking of, and they did a little bit of that stuff too, right? Like the, like hi, like wasn't that Fonzie's yeah, thing? Like, Mr. Hey, yeah, 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 Mr. C, Mrs. C. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was a TV watching motherfucker. I would stay up all night long and just. Ah, oh, me too. Whatever. When people would be like, uh, like, dude, summer book reading, like, dude. <laughs> I never read any of that shit. I cheated off everybody. I was always, like, in the hall, like, writing down, like, you know, somebody would have the worksheet done, and it was just, like, it would get passed around the hall to everybody, you know what I mean? I don't even know if we had summer book reading. Really? If 
if they did, I'd never pay attention. You didn't even buy the book. I would buy the book, maybe get the cliff notes, highlight some stuff. You know what? I, I don't believe the school we went to provided summer. Or even like in middle school and shit. Like, I never, I never did none of that shit. I was terrible. We went to what they called the annex school. It was ah. an alternative school for I think, um, rums and pieces of shit. <laughs> Didn't Anne Frank go there too? Possibly. Oh. Yo, I called. <laughs> I had to call the school we went to. One of my nephews was trying to get back into school, and I figured that would be a good fit for him. It didn't work out. <laughs> but anyway, uh, like my kid, I called to talk to the somebody about trying to get him in there. And principal was an old teacher that I had. So when I start talking to her. I forget her exact words, but she was hitting around to if I've ever been arrested. <laughs> but she wasn't coming out right and saying it. So I was just like, got quiet for a minute. I was like, oh, no, I've never been arrested. She was Did like, you ever oh, make okay, liquor okay. in a bedpan? <laughs> She's like yeah. asking, you ever make a shiv out of a toothbrush? Yeah, she was hilarious. What are you trying to ask me? <laughs> she was hilarious. I'm pretty sure she's still around. Shout out Miss Simpkins. But uh, she had like sayings for everything. And, like, you know, everybody's boy crazy and girl crazy. So one of her sayings was, romance with no finance is a nuisance. But she would say it like she would say it. And I don't want to say it. Like you got pretty close, I think. Yeah. One time. I, got the, I got the point, I think. Yeah, that was good. She came in with a fur coat one time, right? Came in, you know, strutting, showing off on purpose, like strutting and shit. Took it off, put it on front of her desk. Went and started teaching, and I was like, that's a nice jacket in front of the whole class. I said, that's a nice coat. I said, is it rabbit? She looked at me. She was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, rabbit dog? Ah, everybody cracked up. <laughs> she was pretty good. Comedy. Did the drapes match the fur coat? Oh. Oh, she had a jerry curl. I don't want to see her drapes. <laughs> <laughs> Those are probably more like roast beef curtains. Uh, oh, shit. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, man. Uh, Andrew comes up, Soldos every week. He's up there. Yeah, it's a good time. Him, knocking him out every week, and uh, along with me and Chris. Yeah, I, come on out. You have free shows seven o'clock. Appreciate you, you guys doing this. Your uh, new podcast. Yeah, talk about your new podcast and uh. Yeah, so uh, me and one it? of the other open micers, Jeremy Hubshire, another host actually. Yeah, another host. That's right. So you, you guys host, and then uh, Dylan is uh, the the fourth host. So, um, but yeah, we're going to be starting a podcast. The first episode is going to be out on Monday, uh, the twenty third. I guess it would be. That's next week. So this will come out Tuesday. So. You guys will have already missed it, but it's already out. So check it oh, out. No. This will come out on Monday. We come out on Monday. Oh, there you go. Yeah. So yeah, uh, Mondays six p.m. Uh, every Monday at six p.m. Uh, it'll be coming out. It's the Jeremy and Andrew show, and uh, yeah, it's uh, it's, you know, it's a good time. We just we just got it started. So yeah, you know, check it out if you like it. You know, let us know, like and subscribe, and uh, you know, if if we see that people like it, we'll do a lot more. But um, you know, it's a it's a fun time no matter what. So it's good. Where's it? Are you going to have your own YouTube page for it? Uh, yeah, it's on it's on the uh, andrewg.comedy YouTube page. Um, okay. and then yeah, it's it's the podcast that'll be attached to there. And then okay. I think Jeremy will have his YouTube page. I think he'll be shooting it out too. So we'll kind of be double dipping a little bit. So right on. 
So check out the Andrew and yeah, I got it right here. Check out the Andrew and Jeremy show over there on the YouTubes. Like and subscribe it. Like and subscribe to the Crumb Show and calm down, Chris. Calm down. Take a deep breath. Goose I got this. Baba. I'm a professional. Okay. But we got a new show alert, people. Nice. The Dirty Show, headlined by Ryan Foster up at Soul Joel's. See the picture up here? But it's starring Jeremy Hubshire, Chris Reynolds, Dylan Eichelberger, and Jesse Marchese, hosted by Ronan Mayock, headlined by Ryan Foster. Friday, November 17th, 2023, Soul Joel's inside Sunnybrook. Doors at 9, show at 9.30. Tickets are only $5 in advance or $15 for VIP. But tickets are ten dollars at the door, so you might as well get them now. Save yourself some money. Yeah, five bucks. Come out and check us out. For that. I know. Ryan Foster's really funny. He was on the Seven for Seven show that I did a few months back, back in there. Nice. I got to get to one of those. Those look like they're fun. They're a good time. Yeah. Yeah, they're good. That's a great deal. Seven bucks for seven comics. Yeah, you can't beat that. That's yeah. Awesome. No, not at all. And I've been victim of it too. Sometimes you're like, ah, I don't know none of these guys, but. It's going to be a good show. Yeah, it's always you know? a good time no matter what. Yeah. But we need you guys to come out to the Dirty Show, headlined by Ryan Foster, November 17th. That's right. Me and Chris will probably make a commercial, probably like a funny 80s movie, 80s cop buddy movie type of thing where That's right. Chris nice. is the bumbling part of the duo. <laughs> <laughs> Story of my life. Careful, he might shoot you. <laughs> yeah, right in office pop. Now, but check out Andrew G., <laughs> Over there on YouTube, Instagram and all that. Chris has his Instagram and Facebooks, right? That's right. Follow the Crumb Show. Check out my Instagram. And don't forget about the Dirty Show. And thanks for coming in to do yeah, us tonight. Thank man. you, we guys. Appreciate it. It. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Go Birds. Go Birds. And Phils. Phillies. Yeah. And Phils, for sure. We'll see you at the Super Bowl party. And uh, it's the World Series. The parade. That's right. Parade. We, got, we might have to do something for the parade. But anyway, that's another time. All right. Check you out next week.